This week, we talk about GVT, German volume training. What is it? I don't know. We're going to find out. No meat day in Colorado. What's that about? Also, we'll take the mystery out of hypertrophy and check in to see if I'm any less fat. Let's get into it. Hypertrophy. That just sounds like a German word, too, since we're talking about German stuff. Doesn't this it? It's probably not, but it's a sciencey word. German people are just sciencey and strong and smart. They, Did I mention I'm German? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Me, too. My mom's maiden name is Hauser. My oh, last yeah. name is Koth. It's about as German as mine. Yeah. I read, have you ever done a 23andMe or whatever it's called? The DNA. No, because I think it's a scam. Well, it's definitely, they're definitely chasing your cash. Well, the or, best is when they say, keeping track. you have a sprinter's heritage or whatever. <laughs> it's like, like, a, like a, it's almost like a horoscope where they're just feeding you full, full right. bullshit that you want to hear. Yep. You have a sprinter's body. Yep. Oh, really? As you're sitting on the couch with a pile of Doritos on your belly. It says here you're an athlete. <laughs> exactly. I got mine done, though, and the breakdown of the regions that I matched up pretty well from what I had been told by my family where we were from, obviously. But, you know, most people around here are Northern European and Scandinavia. So mm-hmm. that was my breakdown was was right in line with that. So That makes sense. Yeah. But who cares? It's fun. Yeah, who cares, right? <laughs> Anyways, in the grand scheme of Germans it. are good at shit. That's what we found out. Just, They're good at making shit. Just build cars and come up with Strength training program. Yeah, exactly. Stuff that works, right? All right. Well, before we get into our topic, I wanted to talk about a couple news items that happened this week. Well, actually, I found this funny, uh, this funny picture. This uh, this meme says, "How's the diet going? Not good. I had eggs for breakfast. Scrambled, Cadbury. <laughs> That's a problem." You ever eat those Cadbury cream eggs? I don't hate them. Oh, dude. <laughs> Talking about how things you could crush, like Oreos, I, one row of Oreos. I could crush those Cadburys. Well, not not like Oreos. I can't. They're, it's too much. Too sweet. They're super rich and sweet, yep. but oh my God. Yeah. When I was eating my, whatever my body desired, it desired Cadbury cream eggs a lot. Really? Well, I think they're it's good, but they're that. scarce because they only, they only have them out like on the counter, like around spring like oh, yeah. easter you know so some of that it's kind of like so the mcrib when it comes so around one of those childhood things or or the um what's the mint one at mcdonald's oh the shamrock the, the shamrock shake the yeah you're like oh those are so good and you're like you were just jonesing for march to come <laughs> around and you can have one and you had one you're like has has the yeah, shamrock shake and the good, mcrib yes have both ever been available at the same time or is that like clark and superman uh, they've never been together. in the same room together. Because if you could get a McRib with a Shamrock Shake, I mean, that's like the planets aligning. <laughs> it's it's funny how my family's been conditioned because we don't eat fast food. <laughs> right. You said you hadn't been, in, except for Subway, been in fast food in like yeah. seven years or yeah, something? Yeah, uh, years. Well, that's crazy. And my daughter's the same way now, and she said she went with her friends to open lunch, and they went to McDonald's, and yeah. she wanted to go to the shake place and get a protein shake. and McDonald's won out, obviously, yeah. young teenage girls. And she said, it just, it was her, her little thing is. So I went to McDonald's and I just sat in there and went, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> she, she 
she just like yeah, she openly just shamed it's just them. Disgusting. She was just barfing the whole time. Just, huh? That's good. That's great because most of the population feels the exact opposite. Oh, it's they, they see McDonald's, they go, oh yeah, baby. Well, yeah. Bring it. Unfortunately, hot, I'm still that way. Steaming hot fries with way too much salt. I'm I'm still that way. Like that stuff is visually very very appealing still. So it's going to take I don't know how long to get over that, but and I haven't eaten in 21 and a half hours. So let's move on. So <laughs> is it triggering the <laughs> little bit salivary glands? A little bit. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, so all because I said the stupid hot fries with oh, yeah. too much salt. Used all the descriptive adjectives like it's a romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I saw this tweet, and I thought this was freaking ridiculous. Okay, Krispy Kreme, for those that are listening, they want to show their sweet support to those who have received the COVID-19 vaccine. Starting today, bring your vaccine card to a Krispy Kreme and get one free original glazed donut. <laughs> oh, the irony. I mean, I understand what they're getting at, but, yeah, they don't – I don't think they're grasping the irony of this. Maybe they should just stay out of the whole health game. You know, because it. Yeah, maybe maybe health is not your thing. It's not their wheelhouse. No, you know, <laughs> because if 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 I was pressed and said you had to give up one thing, either donuts or the COVID vaccine, you know, which which one is it going to be? Uh, or which one of these is were? What do you not need? Remember when Krispy Kreme's first came to Fargo though, and you and the line was like down the street. Yeah, that was weird. Another out of business. Yeah. I, I it's Fargo. It's that was weird, what have you man. done for me lately? Now it's a mattress store. Is it? Speaking of our but last episodes, <laughs> sleep, you know, instead of getting donuts, you can sleep better. I used to, all right, I've had them, like right hot, hot, oh, right yeah. out of the box. You're doing it again. You're obsessing over food because you're in the middle of a fast. Well, put that picture down then. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's how hilarious is this though? I mean, they're. Just trying to, well, it's just marketing. They're trying to capitalize on the wave of everybody getting super excited about the freaking vaccine. But it's like, if you care about health, number one tip, don't eat this shit. So you, if I was Krispy Kreme, I'd be, I'd be avoiding this issue like the plague if I was you. Yeah, they're just putting a target <laughs> on their back. Yeah, they just don't get it. I didn't even look at the- uh, Available in U.S. shops only. Well, it's funny you because- You know why? Because it's it? regulated in other oh, countries. Right. Yeah. Well, here's in some of the, look at this, the first two replies. COVID and bad eating habits are directly linked. 78% of COVID patients who had to be hospitalized are overweight and or obese. How about give us out a free coffee instead of a donut, Krispy Kreme? Yeah, so all the backlash is going to be big on this one. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That though. dude said, as much as I'd love Krispy Kreme, this is completely unacceptable. unacceptable. <laughs> what business do you have in people's medical records? I admit it's a great marketing tactic in today's time, but I wholly disagree with this on a moral level. He's indignant. He even wears his hat backwards and he's mad. Right. Speaking of, and there's a picture he's got his, you know, can't you do a selfie and not get the phone in there? Or like work your angles so the, the phone's not in the shot, but it still takes a picture of you. I don't know. Figure it out, buddy. Yeah, so they're going to get shit on hard for this, which I think is pretty funny. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it is. It's it, sad, though. It is. Because how many people are going to go get their shot just thinking, <laughs> think, go get think that about, donut? Got to get the free freaking donut, boy. What, how can I get an extra shot? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wait, 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 wait. 
I got the Merdona or whatever, or the Pfizer. So do I get two donuts? Because <laughs> that's two shots. <laughs> right. Uh, good shit. Just, you know, focus on different shit is what I'm saying. Try to put yourself in a healthy place where you, you don't depend on uh, the vaccine to save your ass. All right. Here's another story I saw. This one, you know, we're always talking about people trying to get rid of meat and just kind of a general anti-meat movement. Well, did you see this story about the Colorado governor? Mm-mm. Another another issue of somebody being completely blind and not reading the room, okay? He declared a day. Like one of the top cattle-producing states. You <laughs> see, you, you just jumped the... Oh, did I just step on your touchdown call? Yeah, that was the, that was the total whole point of this. Okay, <laughs> the Colorado governor um, declared a meat out day because his partner, in quotes, just say husband or whatever. I mean, I don't know why they have to. So it might not he, be. Well I, well, I don't know if he's it might gay, not be. if he's homosexual. Well, that's the whole. That's the whole point. Who cares? I don't care at all. But, but that's the whole point of yeah. partner. Is it's. Ambiguous. Right. Doesn't matter. But so his partner is vegan. So, you know, again, his personal feelings are getting in here. I don't think he's even vegan, but to support his partner, he declared this a meat out day and immediately got shat on <laughs> because, every, you know, every, all the ag producers, the ranchers in the state were like, uh, screw you, dude. You know, you're telling people to eat less of our product. How about no? And every other surrounding state declared meat in days, like Wyoming, Nebraska, you know, all the ones. In, so what in response to this? In response to this. Or just coincidentally? No, because they heard this was going on, and they were like, hmm, okay, we're going to eat more meat now, buddy. So what do you think? So they're triggered. Oh, very. <laughs> well, because any t- because this, you know, we always, and I know you're kind of like, whatever, this isn't, you know, this is fear-mongering, but this is a governor doing this. So this is a guy who can write laws or pass laws or sign laws or whatever. Somebody who has the ability to influence policy and taking steps to encourage people to eat less meat. And the reason it bothers me is because it gets meat gets demonized like it's tobacco, like it's cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to lump it in the same thing. Cause, and they're starting with the assumption of, well, obviously meat's bad for you. So if we can get people to eat less, oh, we definitely should. Right. That's their starting assumption. So, and it's, that's not even up for debate in their minds. You know, the only thing they would debate is, should we make a law or regulations to limit the consumption of this? Right. That's their only debate. Their starting with assumption is, oh, it's definitely bad for you, but should we stop people? Just like with cigarettes or sugary pop or whatever. Um, but the funny thing was the backlash this guy saw. I mean, do you think after he made this declaration, more or less meat was consumed in the following weeks way more because i all these people made a point of of you know going out sure. and purchasing but here's meat. here's my libertarian <laughs> bent yep where it comes in um first of all washington times pretty lean far right leaning but well, this is just one article but there's a ton of articles right. everywhere but here's i don't want to get political but here's the, the true testament to the outcome of his meet out day mm-hmm. if he gets reelected right i i don't know it well but it, then that's just, a whole liberal versus conservative urban just, versus rural population right split. right but it's this whole feigned outrage 
whatever. People get mad. But the ranchers have a valid point. It it's is their, it's their livelihood. It's their livelihood, and he's encouraging people to eat less of their product when there, because there's of, nothing wrong with their product. Because of his opinion. His opinion, which means nothing. And as a governor, you should know better. Hence my point. Right. He'll they'll either they'll answer to him, or he'll have to answer to the people at the ballot box. You know what the problem with that is, though? People are so misinformed because everybody. If you, I wonder, you remember Family Feud when they would pull 100 people? Right. You know, if you yeah. went into the streets of Denver where, you know, or any big population center where most of the voting public is and asked 100 people, you know, what's better for you, a ribeye or a salad? Or, you know, the, how many, would, they would all say salad, right? Sure. Or or not even, that's kind of a that's flawed question. Yeah. But if you said, is red meat or fatty red meat, even describe it, you know, like the number one want. answer on the board would be, I think we eat too much of it. Right. It would never be, no, it's bad for you. I mean, it would be, oh, it would be. seldomly. The overwhelming number one answer would be. We should reduce consumption of red meat. Yes. Right. We eat too much. And th- so that's, we're starting with an assumption of that. That's the place they're arguing from. So that's what bothers me is because typically a popu- uh, politician like this won't get unelected because most of the public agrees with them. They just disagree on whether they should make it a law or not or, you know, have policies that discourage meat eating. See, that's when that's when my spidey senses, my libertarian spidey senses go off is when <laughs> not when what he's doing here and making some dopey day, yeah. I don't care. Right. But when it starts to become law, right, now we got problems. But this is how this shit starts. Sure. Right? And sure. Know, and that's where, where do you it draw ends, a line, right? At the ballot box. Right. Well, he hope. doesn't get reelected. We hope. Well, the people have spoken. Right. It, well, that's where we're at. That's that, democracy. That's why we're here, to be a voice. Right, right. Exactly. We are a loud voice. <laughs> All right, so that, that was kind of a... Reaching uh, tens of people. <laughs> exactly. If any of you are in Colorado, vote this guy out. <laughs> All right, so that was kind of funny. Um, so now we're going to define our term for the week here. And uh, it kind of uh, relates to our... I like this little word of the week thing, too. Yeah. It kind of took on a mind of its own, and you ran with it, and I like it. Yeah, because there's so much freaking vocabulary in this There's so many words. So many words in this stuff. (laughs) Exactly. And I honestly knew about 20% of them as they were flying by me. Sure. So I make it a point to, you know, luckily we we all have our Google machines now. You can easily find out what something does mean. So Google you. Right. So when uh, we were talking about uh, hypertrophy the other day, I wanted to know, what. okay, what exactly is that? So hypertrophy, that's our term of the week. And it's, it's gains with a Z. Gains to four <laughs> Zs at least and wearing Zubas and having a handlebar mustache, goddammit. Thick. So hypertrophy, the enlargement of an organ or tissue from the increase in size of its cells. Example, the hypertrophy of the muscle fibers. So that's... The Webster's definition. Now, I found an article, too, um, of what to know about muscle hypertrophy. So it refers to an increase in muscle mass. This usually manifests as an increase in muscle size and strength. Uh, typically, muscle hypertrophy occurs as a result of strength training, which is why it is normally associated with weightlifting. Now, this is why bodybuilders are big and guys that run 
marathons aren't because the guys that run marathons aren't punishing their muscles to the point where they're forced to adapt to that stimulus and tear and rebuild with a calorie surplus. You know, that's typically how those guys get so big. Yep. So, and if, so if you're, you know, and this is my confusion because when I first started on my whole like nutrition fitness journey from knowing literally nothing about it, I got a treadmill was the first, well, actually an elliptical was the first thing I ever bought. And I'm like, all right, time to get rid of this gut. I'm hopping on the old treadmill. People do the same thing when they join a gym. Yeah. They walk in the front door and they're like, all right, I'm going to get some serious gains. I'm going to get some biceps. Yep. Sun's out, gun's out. And mm-hmm. they walk in and they go right over to the treadmill. Right. Maybe they'll start on the treadmill first. 20 minutes later, they're packing up their shit and they're going, yeah. They never touch a dumbbell. And now it seems so obvious and, you know, completely obvious. But when you're starting out and you know nothing, you just think working out is it's exercising of some sort, just kind of like, get you somehow bigger because, you know, you're exercising your body and therefore muscles will magically appear. Going through the motions. Right. And you you need to stimulate the muscles by lifting more than you could before or stuff that's really, really hard to lift. That's why you always train to failure, they call it. Or And guess you know, what? It's going to be uncomfortable. Right. That's the whole point. If it's not hard, it's not doing anything. If you ever... Watch, we brought up this movie last week, I think, but Pumping Iron with... Oh, yeah, yeah. What are they doing when they're Classic. finishing their sets? They're, uh, 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 they're screaming. They're going, I'm a yeller. They're giving it all. I'm not a... I mean, I'm like a... <laughs> kind of like the last couple of sets. You're like Serena Williams. You're grunting. Yes. I wish I was <laughs> strong as her. <laughs> the uh, No, but seriously, it's... It, what? My wife's like, oh my God, you're a grunter. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, because I fucking work. You like it, baby. Because I'm working. Right. I'm not just going through the motions and spraying myself with a water bottle to make it look sweaty. I think she was talking about during dinner, though. Yeah, probably. Because you're like, mm, this fucking rim is good. <laughs> yeah. Sound like Tim Allen. Lots of gr- oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah, there was lots of, lots of growling. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to build muscle, this must occur. You have to. Tear down the muscle fiber so and then it rebuilds. Back up. It builds back yep. up. So that's muscle scar tissue. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, getting back to the sets thing, right? So, you know, when they talk about training to failure, they're meaning like you can barely lift or not even finish whatever amount of reps you decided to do. And then what we used to do with the negatives is we'd go all like bicep curls mm-hmm. and you go all the way to failure. And then where you can't possibly lift in another another inch. And then they help. Oh. And then they go away and then you gotta lower it. Ooh. And then they help you up and then lower oh, it down. Man. So there's a difference between failing both eccentric and concentric. Right. So there's a difference between when you fail on the negative, oh, yeah. that's complete failure. That's brutal. Brutal, yeah. Oh, you won't be able to wash your hair the next day. One one thing I do that that I've started doing is whenever I finish my programmed uh, like let's say I'm doing curling with 30 pound dumbbells, which by the way I'm up to 35 now. That's adorable, right? <laughs> hey, it's pretty good. I started at 20 though. Yeah. So I'm doing 35. You're on your way. And I do like four sets of 10 or 10 to 12. I always try to do 12 if it's easy, if I can get there. But in the last one, if I'm, you know, at if I finish that, then I'll grab the 20s and do another set. Sure. Because I could, you know, I can do another good form set of those. 
And then that really gives you an extra bit of failure. And then sometimes they'll even grab the tens and do like another 15 or something, just like blast them out until you, like you said, you can bear, you're walking over to the bench, like holding your arm up so you can put the dumbbell down because your, your muscles have just completely given out. Right. And that's pretty much, you know, what you have to do to maximize this effect, this hypertrophy. I mean, every, everybody that's watching on YouTube can tell I'm a living example. So why wouldn't they want jacked. to follow my advice? Jacked, yoked. <laughs> what are the other hashtags? Jacked, yoked. That's about it. I think. <laughs> right. Either huh, whatever ones apply to me. People yell it all the time at me. <laughs> That's jacked ass, not jacked. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> and they said you're a joke. I thought they were saying you're yoked. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So that's hypertrophy. That's our. Uh, that is our Get term bigger. of the week. How to get bigger. Don't just jump on the treadmill. It's not going to do it. Okay. So let's get into our topic. And, you know, when you said you wanted to cover this stuff, the German volume training. Yep. I pretty much thought of these guys here. Austrian, but okay. <laughs> I know, but whenever I hear German I volume training, all I hear think about is Hans and Flans. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. And then, you know, you just think, oh, you think about... Uh, once again, I am Han. And I am France, and we are here to pump you up. Everybody that's our age so knows them, right? Of course. Do you remember when Arnold was actually on no. SNL? Yeah, he did an ep, like he was on an SNL with them. No way. Oh, that was freaking hilarious. Oh, yeah. that. Good shit. So, German volume training. So, what is it? When you said last week, you said we should do an episode on GVT, and I said, what the hell's that? I literally never even heard of it. Yeah. So my fault. how did you hear about it and why? why because is it somebody said GBT and I said, what the hell is that? Okay. I like said, how long, German like volume training. Recently? Recently? Uh, is, this new, is this new? A few years. Okay. I mean, not since it was dis- basically discovered or I don't even know if you call it discovered, but it was initiated. People started doing it. Okay. <laughs> in the 70s. Um, Those nasty Germans? Yeah. And- Bottom line, it works. Right. I mean, that's just it. So, you want me to just give a yeah. So, like, brief. What's if some elevator? Yeah, give me the elevator pitch. So, on what's okay, GVT? we just walked in an elevator. We got two stories to get down. So, first of all, it stands for German volume it's training. German volume training. That's the acronym. And, or some people call it sets ten of ten. Ten of so ten. That's another. It's synonym. Ten, yeah, it's ten sets of ten reps. Okay. Or ten reps of ten sets. Um, so a hundred reps, hundred reps of, a, of whatever weight you can do, but at a tempo, tempo varies. So you're not resting between sets a lot or how no, much No, you're rest? 60 to 90 seconds okay. between sets, but, but the tempo is when you're lowering the weight, you're going four, three, two, one, hold, explode up. So push up four, as fast as you three, can. three, two, one. And you're doing that 10 times. Okay. 60, 90 seconds rest, and then you're doing 10 again. So the goal is to pick a weight that you can do that with good form and, and make it to nobody, the last Nobody picks the right weight the first time. Because <laughs> It's over- so hard. You overestimate. Oh, for sure. When I saw, I was watching one YouTube overview, and he said to pick 50 to 60% of your one rep max. Bullshit. No, that's too high. Dude, even? I. Of course, he was a massive bodybuilder, but. I, my one rep max on bench press is 365. 
I did it this with 135, thinking that's, that would be plenty. 135? Ass kicked at wow. 135. So less than half. Yep. Wait a minute. So what would you say yours was? Three what? 365. Okay. Yeah. So less, less yeah. than half. And it was still, could yeah. you finish? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Just barely? No. No, not barely. I finished. Well, is and the it was goal... never in question of finishing, but it was hard. And it's supposed to be. So is the goal to not barely be able to finish the last set? Like the last ten of the hundred? No. You mean to be able to do them clean? So form is the yes. form is the Well, you're not gonna not be able to do them clean when you're lowering it to a four count. Right. It's gonna be clean. I mean So you have to pick a weight where you can do ten full clean and guess, sets. And and for you uh for you cheaters out there, guess what that eliminates? That pause. Bouncing it up. There's off no your chest. bounce. Yeah. Yep. You're just raw pushing it up. Or like swinging the body doing curls like this. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lean over. <laughs> yeah. So it, so it's really about maintaining strict form the whole time. Pick a weight, form. you can do strict form. And it's about the whole premise is the kinesiology nerds will say the whole point of GBT or this type of training is called time under tension. Okay. And that's the whole point is the more time under tension, the better. Well, number one... Most people don't do 10 sets of anything. No. Right? Like your Most average, people don't do 10 reps. Your average bro split or whatever you call it, you're doing maybe like four sets. Three to 10. four. and So uh, you're doing 40. Uh, so this uh, is over double. It's more than that because it's not. Well, I'm doing like if I do my like, 10, 10 reps four times, that's 40 total reps. You're doing But 100. the bro sesh is usually like six to eight. Oh, yeah. Reps. Okay. Right, so way less reps total yeah. for the muscle. And then group. three or four sets. Okay, so then when you're but, doing this. But a lot heavier. Right, heavier. So it's that's why it's called German, German volume training. And the volume Bingo. refers to the amount of reps. Work. The amount for, of work. And that's a little confusing because volume you could think is could be weight, right? Because you think right. of you know, size or volume. Volume is the amount of Volume means work. the amount of reps. The amount of work you do. Okay. Yep. So now let's talk about when you're doing this. The one video there is even says volume science explained. Okay. So they're getting away from the GBT. They must not like Germans. So they're coming up with their own little clever name. But <laughs> we said it was also before. called the 10 by 10. Or yeah. 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 Now, okay. So when you're doing this, are you just doing one muscle group and then are you moving on to another muscle group right away? It all or? depends. And that's one thing that I've been learning myself mm -hmm. um, is they have a bunch of, you know, you can do like, this program that I'm looking at right here is day one is chest and back. Day two is legs and abs. Three is off. Four is arms and shoulders. Five is off. So what they're essentially doing right here is they're only working five days a week with two rest days built in there. Right. So you know what that means? Lots of recovery. It's a son of a bitch. <laughs> well, right. And it's giving your body lots of time it to has do to. that repair work. It has to. Like like the, the author of this program puts says right in here that – um, well, I'll just read it. In fact, after doing a quad and ham session with this method, it takes the average bodybuilder about five days to stop limping. <laughs> <laughs> five days to stop, stop limping. limping. Holy not, shit. Not five days to not feel it anymore. <laughs> right. Or to do another workout the next right. day. Right. To saying, no longer limp. Holy shit. So, yeah, this is not for the the – the, the weak-minded. No, right. the meek. Yeah. Well, well, like we talked about in the definition of hypertrophy, 
that's what has to happen. Your muscles have to be tore down. So this sounds like it's really maximizing the amount of, in quotes, Tearing. damage yeah. that's happening to your muscles. Then you need that recover. Guess what else you need? Calories. Food and sleep. Right. Yes. Yeah, because recovery is huge. We talked about that last week. Yeah, because if you're tearing down and your muscles don't have the nutrients or time in good deep sleep to work on those repairs, they're not going to happen optimally right. or as effectively. This is the kind of workout for guys who wear mouth guards when they left. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> Why do you, you mean because you might bite your tongue off? No, because I just grit my teeth oh, so okay. hard. I'm just crushing my teeth. Going for it. So this, yeah, that's my next question is, who is this for? Anybody that wants to be badass. So, <laughs> so do you want to go through life just being wimp, wimpy or so this will change. Right. So you, people that want to pack on muscle is really what it's for. So let's go, let's take that one further. Who doesn't? Well, I don't know because, you know, most people, well, depend, I guess maybe people are just misinformed or they don't know what their goals are. They just are at the gym doing what they think will work. But, you know, if somebody, if somebody like you but got they a still want them, it. Well, they, maybe they just, they just don't, don't know. They just don't know it, right? Yeah. They just think they want to be, in quotes, in better shape, right? They don't right. know what that means. Right. So they think that guy over there doing GBT with the mouth guard, mm-hmm. screaming and acting a fool. Yep. Well, I don't need that. Yeah. I don't want to be that intense. I don't want to be. An but then, animal. so here's the here's the problem, though, and I think this is what you're getting at. The problem is, is they see the animal mm-hmm. with the mouth guard acting like an idiot, me. Yep. And then they go, "Well, I don't need to be a psycho like that guy. <laughs> I just want to be like two notches below him." So they do all of their stuff, but they don't realize that all of their stuff in that 45 minutes to an hour was 10 notches below me. Right. Not as. It's effective. not two. Not as effective. Right. right. So I, I saw a study. I'll have to find it so we can share it with the on the show notes sometime, but it'll probably take me a while to find it. But there was a study that said I don't want to scare people off from lifting. <laughs> but there was a study that said if you're only doing X and you need to do Y, X is basically doing nothing. So it's like not even going. So if you're not maximizing, you, well, what's the point? Right, just just the, the, the results per hour invested or something like right, that. Right. But you return. Yeah. Well, and if you told people up front, just so you know, if you're lazily doing this, it's going to have no results. They would want to know. Right. Because they might as well just sit at home and watch TV then. Speaking of, I don't know why I just <laughs> thought of this just now, but for mostly the ladies, but a lot of men... Here's your free tip of the day. Let's hear it. You cannot tone with lighter weight. Mm. There's no such thing. Ooh. That's such an unbelievably old myth, and that's that, crap. That needs this. People are like, oh, I'm just toning. No, you're not. You're not doing anything. It's all the dumbbells with the pink rubber coating on them. Yeah, I've so. seen those before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's for my seven-year-old. <laughs> But no, for real, there's no such thing as toning. There's stimulus and there's not stimulus. Right. You're either breaking the, you're growing the muscle or you're not. Right. Yeah. So there is different methods of training for performance, fast twitch, slow twitch, twitch muscles. There, there are differences, but it's. Bottom line, you still have to break down that muscle. It's the bodybuilder version of 
the nutrition version of not spot reduction. Right. So I'm just going real light and toning is the equivalent of saying, I don't need to lose weight anywhere else, but just right here. Right. If I could lose just right here, I'd be fine. Well, it doesn't work that way. No. Just like doing lightweights for a million reps doesn't work. Just because it's easy yeah. doesn't mean that it's it's actually a thing. Bottom line, you got to feel that pain. It's going to be uncomfortable. You got to feel the pain. Yep. And Germans are good at that shit. Yeah. Stoic and just take it. <laughs> just take it. Yep. And if you try to put the weight down, uh, he says, Stop it. But I'm not, but I, my muscles hurt. I, I want to put the weight down. Stop it. <laughs> you know what the one you got to add on there is when he's in the one, that one movie, Commando, I think, with Alyssa Milano. Oh, yeah. And he goes, the one guy says something, and he goes, you must be very proud of yourself. That's the best soundbite ever. <laughs> I'll find that. <laughs> so, yeah, so the, you got to feel the pain in order to build the muscle or even probably to maintain. Oh, for sure. Right? Yep. And that's one other thing I'm sure when people are lifting light and maybe doing lots of reps just because it's they want to avoid that pain, they're, you know, they think that's what they're doing, and they're probably not even well, no, maintaining. It, it's, and I didn't get to finish. Yeah. Yeah, I, please proceed. I'll allow it. I'm fucking squirrel. The point of me saying to the ladies and some men is you can't do low weight, high rep for toning, and you. I lost my train of thought again. It's <laughs> <laughs> all your fault. Because <laughs> well, I haven't eaten anything. Right. This is what happens when you're fasting. <sighs> Oh, so much for all that mental clarity bullshit. <laughs> um, oh, shit. That's good. Yeah, it's... Okay, so... Oh, oh, that's what it oh, was. You remembered it? Okay. I remembered it. It's not for... T you're not toning, mm -hmm. and you're also... I seriously fucking forgot again. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. You're not toning? Is it about... Was it about the... Uh, you're not doing shit? Like the X versus Y? If you needed... You're doing X... Oh, no. The women, they're not getting bulky. Oh, right, right. You're oh, not going to get bulky. They're trying to avoid looking like a bodybuilder. Yeah, it's not okay. going to happen. Right. God, I, why did that keep right. slipping out? And that's mostly because of the hormone, food. hormone differences. Right? I mean, no. just body structure and... No, it just it has to do with how much work you're doing. Well, right. Women but, can get big. Well, not as big. Not as big, but... Get. But you're saying... Here, here's the best Here's the best saying I've ever heard. Okay. Ready for it? I'm ready. We got to write this one down. Okay. Because when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, that's the best ever. Somebody said, I don't want to get bulky. And one person said, you're never, ever going to get accidentally fit. <laughs> oh shit that's true well and the amount of work and weightlifting and painful weightlifting a woman would have to do to get to the point where she feels like she's unattractively big would be such so hard to freaking do that a tiny tiny percentage can even drugs. achieve it with yeah exactly yeah they're so they're it's, it's not something you have to worry HGH about and testosterone right no they do not have to worry start about getting it. a five o'clock shadow right they uh, don't Ever, ever, ever have yeah. to worry about that. So don't, you know. Lift heavy, women. So lift, lift yeah. heavy. Lift as much as you can, you know, with good Safely, form. Right. With good form. If you don't know where to start. I had a gal come up to me at the gym the other day and tap me on the shoulder and she said, can you come here for a second? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if you were a dude, I'm 
see if you want to pet my dog and end up in your van. <laughs> but I said, I could take her. So I wasn't too worried about it. Right. So I went over there and she's like, when I put these plates on the end of the barbell, how do, how do I make them stay on there? Oh, like a collar? She didn't yeah. Know what collar was. And I'm like, oh, that's easy. One of these things here, you just push it on. She's like, oh, thank you so much. Total, total noob, huh? So I'm like, how many people like that wouldn't have tapped me on the shoulder and would have just left and never came back? Right. Yeah. So, and I've heard a lot lately of, of ladies telling me that the intimidation factor of going into the gym, seeing the asshole seeing like the me with the, yeah. with the mouth guard is why they don't go. Right. Well, you know what, you know what the biggest intimidation thing is, is when they're doing the the clean and jerks or the deadlifts and then they, and they drop, drop the it, bar drop it from the and, just go, and then just like it slams down. That's such a, like a big, big ball swinging power move oh, or, they, you know, they try to anyways. big dick energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I think, you know, your average dainty lady sees that and goes, oh, I don't want any part of that. Not at CrossFit. Right. They're well, the they, ones dropping it and screaming. Yeah, they could. They could. They're just as capable of doing that. You just got to pick the weight that's appropriate for your body size. Everyone's capable of doing it. Exactly. Just got to start. But yeah, don't be intimidated by that. You know, no. You, you could be in a couple months, you could be lifting weight. You know what? And, and I'm here to say, as the jackass with the mouth guard, mm -hmm. please come into the gym. Right. We're not judging you. Nobody's looking at you. Nobody's saying, why are they here? All those things going through your head are not happening. You're manifesting them in your head. Right. But they're not going through anyone else's head. No one cares about your failure as much as you think they do or cares about you at all as much as they think you do like when nobody's worried about your business no you come in and do your stuff and everyone's just gonna and in fact people are gonna be nothing probably super freaking welcoming compared to a lot of communities hundred percent because yep. you know people want as you see like hey this person figured it out too like you're in the club right right, right. like they understand strength is life Strength is health. Strength is you know longevity. All these things are like ooh, they they get it. Yep. So and you want to, you know, most Twice. people have that the heart of a teacher kind of, and they want oh, to right. help people along. I mean, that's why we're doing this podcast. And I always like to to if I see somebody at the gym and I've never seen them before, I always go out of my way get to the full guard just say, here. "Hey, what are you doing here, Hello. asshole?" Oh no, growl. Just growl. Don't even make no. words. That's not me. I look like that. I look like when I, you know, I have resting bitch face. So when people see me, they think I'm going to do that. But I usually just smile and say, hello, and right. try and make them feel welcome. Go yeah. out of your way to make them feel welcome. Yep. Because um, it, it breaks my heart to know that people don't do that stuff and they want right. to, but they're afraid. Oh, yeah. And that they could so easily change their lives. Yeah. Um, for the better, you know, yep. if they would just take those steps. And I think people, real, they think they're not they don't have power over this stuff and you do. I mean, between what you put in your mouth and how you move your body, you have way more control over your outcomes than, you know, any other external stimulus, uh, you know, right. Any, I, av any advertising, any doctors, any, any of that stuff, you, you are in control. So, I mean, people need to realize that. Right. I think some of that fear of people saying, look at her or look at him. Why is he here? You know, no, I think it's a straw man. Yeah. I, I, I've never, maybe it's just Minnesota, North Dakota, Fargo, Moorhead, nice, but I've been to the gym, going to the gym for 
25 years, and I've never, ever, ever, ever witnessed anything like that. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to – Well, even in back to pumping iron, right? I mean, those guys could be, not be more competitive, and they work out together. Right. And they would go eat together just yep. to keep each other on in line. Yep. Make sure nobody – don't eat the bun, just the patty. That's the kind of you know? gym, though, that well, – we won't go down that road. But they probably <laughs> wouldn't welcome you. Well, I mean – They wouldn't welcome me. No, maybe I not. I mean, they're just they're, – they're super exclusive. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, I would have thought those guys would hate each other. And oh, like, I'm not going to help that asshole. Right, right, right. But, you know, no, Frank no. Zane and Arnold, yep. training partners. Oh, yeah. And, they're, and, and then the next week, they're competing in Olympia together. Bro. Oh. You know what I mean? You right, know, you right, 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 right. So uh, even those I guys. I meant right now. Long, I'm like, what? No. <laughs> I can live more than Arnold now. <laughs> Probably, yeah. No, no. Well, he tried to go vegan for, for sure. like five seconds. Yeah. Another hilarious Promoted thing. a movie. Exactly. Um, so for the German volume training, so who is it for? Basically anybody that wants to pack on muscle. Anybody that wants to get quickly, strong right? AF. Yeah. Seriously. So, and like you said, if you're doing a tr- more traditional split type workout and not really maximizing your perfect form and going to full failure and beyond, then it's almost like practically doing nothing, which is, that's freaking depressing, dude. no. I didn't mean you it that way. You just depressed me now. I didn't mean it that way. But, okay, maybe sort of. <laughs> well, I'd rather know. Well, it's just. Right? It's. I want to know what's what I'm, if I'm making, if all this effort is worth it or not. If you have to paint your house and you only, you paint, like, we each have to paint our house. Mm-hmm. And you paint, like, a quarter of a wall a day and I paint the whole thing in one day. Right. It, that's the point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. volume. It's work. Yep. It's way more time. You're not going to get in and out of there in an hour. Right. So if you want to come in and do 15 minutes and if you want to be where I'm at, it's going to take you 18 months. Right, because you said that the metric that's really crucial is the time under tension. Right. So if you're doing 100 reps and every rep takes a long time because you're doing that slow – Decline. That's a shit. Ton you're not of time just going one, two, three. Right. You know, you're going the the one and then drop. You said for like four seconds, four, right? Yeah. And then so that already took as long as like three reps. Right. So not only are you doing more reps, but each rep is way longer. And, so yeah. And that guess time what? Under it, tension. Guess what? It also is. It's impossible to like not have form. Right, because if you have to slowly lower it, lower it. By definition, I mean, you have to maintain you're not, that strictness. Yeah, and you're not bouncing on yeah, the bottom. you can't bounce and, and swing your body. Right. Because you can't swing your body for four seconds. It's right. not going to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. There's no kipping curls. These Germans know their shit. Yeah, it, it's pretty brilliant, and it's super old school. Um, but you know why nobody does it? It's freaking hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah. And it's time-consuming. People are like, I don't right. have that yeah. 90 minutes to – plus I got to run and – you know, the people want to get so much done in the gym. Well, like you said, it's a commitment. You know? It is a commitment. Are you willing to put in yep. that time or not? But if you want to be jacked yep. on the like sandbar. Did you see that movie CIA with Kevin Hart and The Rock? Yes. And and the, the joke or the premise of the movie is The Rock was a like the chubby dude, yep. chubby nerd yep. in high school. And then right. Kevin Hart sees him 20 years later and he's just super monstrously jacked. Yep. And then 
He's like, what's your secret, man? Just, wow, how'd you do it? And he's like, oh, it's very, very easy. All I did was work out for six days a week for the last 20 years. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, he just kind of sums it up like there is no freaking quick fix for this shit. You know, it's time. It's reps. Look at the mind pump video there. They're even, even they even call it 10 by 10 and German volume training. Yeah, 10 by 10 high volume training, the truth about German volume training. Yeah, so... Check on YouTube. I got a couple of videos on the Yeah, on let's the let's hear from people who actually know what they're talking about. Yeah, there's uh, this uh, one. It's not me. I can do it. Yeah, this Jordan Wheeler guy, I put his video. He gives a good, nice, good overview. And he's a, you know, bodybuilder, professional bodybuilder. So he talks about. What's he talking about beer? He says it's it's just as popular as beer in, during October. Oh, That's okay. That's a little joke. Ah. So, yeah, he, he kind of lays it out, you know. He was the one that said the 50 to 60% of your one rep max for 10 good form sets. But your your argument is you, you that well, might, that's shooting high. I think But you so. said you could finish. You could finish. So well, maybe you need to pick of, a little higher weight so you can barely the, finish the last 10. That's the point is to finish. He says, like, you need to be able to almost not be able to do the last two sets. Oh, okay. You know. Sure. So maybe just, like, add on five pounds or something and see if, if you can barely get that last one out. Then that's the whole point. Yep. That makes sense. But as all topics, this is contested because now it. this athlete next guy, workout volume is killing your gains. You know, there's there's always going to be controversial, you know, That's, counterpoints. I think what he's talking about, and I – Maybe I'll, he's I'll saying bet, low, low weight. No, I bet you rep. lunch that it's days. Oh, okay. Too many days. Too many days a week. Yep. Yeah. So go on YouTube. There's There's tons of – Tons of videos about the top, and nobody would have heard about it. Nobody would have heard about it. So no, I mean, that's why I kind of wanted to do it on it. And yeah, until last week, I had literally never heard GVT or germ volume training ever uttered by a human. <laughs> <laughs> and, and together, the thing is, I yeah, right. The thing is, I I am looking on YouTube for fitness up all the freaking time, right? And still never stumbled. Yeah. On it. So I mean, that just shows you the vastness of the fitness landscape. Even if you type in German volume, I don't even think it'll it auto-populate the training. It would just bring up the scorpions. <laughs> right. <laughs> just bring up something about liters and fuel cells in an Audi. <laughs> right. Anything else you want to say on the topic? Go do it. If you want so, to get What's you your experience really with this? Have you done it? Yeah. I've done two. Oh, uh, it's one of the things I was going to say. Okay. Is this a thing? This is just like your workouts now for the rest of your life? Or is no. this something you do like you cycle this. during a... Oh, you cycle it. Okay, so yeah. you do it during a bulk, as they call it. Like I'm putting muscle on. So you probably or, or they call in the business a strength cycle. Strength cycle. Yeah. Boy, that definitely doesn't sound like roids. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Might as well take them. You're going to get blamed for it anyway. <laughs> if you make any gains and have any decent physique at all, oh, he's choosing. I could do that too. Oh, that brings up a good, a funny thing. Have you ever, have you ever heard of Greg Dissett? Yes. Oh, Why, he's freaking hilarious. He's a Canadian IFBP, IF, whatever, International Federation of Bodybuilding, IFBB Pro. Okay. But he's on YouTube and he's just an asshole. But, and he's super got a loud nah, 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 kind of voice and he just yells the whole time. But I find him very hilarious. I don't. And I, he, I never even watched him. <laughs> but he, he, he said, made that exact point. He's like, if people, and he admits he's taken, he's on HRT now because I think he's like in his late 40s or something. And sure. <clears throat> he's and he's taking like the straight up anabolics too, like back in the day. Oh, right on. But he's saying, you know, if you're working out like, and 
people. people accuse you of that. He's like, that's a compliment. Right. It's like they think. Don't get mad. The only way he would have got that way was with, with, with roids. It's like, dude, that's, that's awesome. So don't get mad when people say that about you. You know, take it as a huge compliment. Like if somebody says, like an example, look at my delicious hair, right? If they said, well, that's a hair system, I'd be like, hey, awesome. <laughs> or where'd you buy that wig? Right. Like, oh, this shit must be look pretty good if, it, if they think it's a wig. Yeah, so, I know. You know I know. Don't get I know what he's saying. He's saying but, don't get offended. That's a compliment. But, but it's hard when people think that you cheated. Like Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Well, fuck him. He cheated. You know what? But he worked his ass off. Well, and everybody else was cheating. So was well, right, right. Not a single person natural on that any of those cycling right. teams. Right. So here's my challenge. <laughs> if he wouldn't to have cheated, people. he wouldn't have even been uh, been up there, been on the podium at all, ever. The problem with the statement isn't that that person thinks I cheated because I got muscular and buff. Mm-hmm. The problem I have is that they th- – and I shouldn't have a problem with it. I should just not give a shit. Right. But my problem is they think that, well, if I used, I could do it too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That's the other piece is like no matter how many steroids you take, those guys are still working their balls off. Right. Hours in the gym. Oh, God. And all yeah. it really does is help you recover. Yeah. I mean, if two two identical, like twin, let's say identical twin bodybuilders lifted the same amount of weights and the same exact schedule, and one took roids and one didn't, there would be a noticeable difference. For sure. But they're, you know, that guy still had to work his ass off. Yeah, because they if, still worked the same amount. Because if two identical bodybuilders, one just took roids and didn't work out, and the other one worked his ass off, the natural guy would be way bigger. You know, it's not going to... It doesn't build muscle. It just like you said, no. it just aids in recovery. You have to work. You can't just pump steroids into your body and watch. Still TV. have to give them the stimulus, right? You can't just but. watch Netflix and go. It's cool, dude. I'm on roids. But what if you watch Netflix about bodybuilding? Does that help? Mm, <laughs> you can give it a whirl. Uh, go watch Pumping Iron, though. That shit is freaking awesome. It's very entertaining. It's hilarious. All right, well, that was German volume training, GVT. Um, so let's move on. I'd really like to hear from, from some people who try it. Yeah. If Has anyone out there. out there in listener land or viewer land ever done this? What was your experience? I had Jack do it. Oh, really? And he didn't talk to me much <laughs> after that. This this is kind of shit that makes people angry at their coaches, right? Mm-hmm. They can make... make they think you're an asshole for inflicting them it on them. If you want to look like you lift weights, you have to lift weights. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sad but true, man. Yep. All right. Well, that was German volume training. Let's move on. Get your tape measure out, baby. We're going to find yeah. out. How fat is Josh? Okay, let me bring up Yield Tracker. Oh, I shattered on it again, of course. Mel Mel brought up a good point the other day. She said, you're going to have to change that sounder pretty soon. Because eventually, he's not fat. I know. But it's still, it's just tradition. If you like to rip on yourself, that's your business. (laughs) Okay. So just to update everyone. Stop shaming yourself. It's been five days, and I dropped another pound, 1.2. And I think, and we're going to talk about that a little because I think I've stumbled upon or through careful analysis and tinkering. Is that the right height? 
Yep, I think so. Thirty-five and a quarter. Oh yeah, bitch! Down another quarter inch. Am I done? Can I just. Okay. Right. I want to go eat. <laughs> Are you hungry, little boy? So if there's a guy out there with a van that says free food, you're gonna just get right in. Last you'll hear from me. <laughs> All right, let's uh free puppies. I wanted to kind of talk about because I've been doing this for this will be ten weeks since I started this weight loss journey. Um and just to review the overall numbers, I'm down eleven point four percent body fat percentage from thirty-two point eight to twenty-one point four. Uh the weight is down twenty-one point four pounds, so that's just over two pounds a week. Right, because twenty-one pounds in ten weeks, and and what have we said for so much that two pounds is very aggressive? That's pretty fast rate. Yeah. yeah, most of the research I'm seeing says that one pound a week is a nice steady pace. Yeah, two pound a pound and a half is is like kicking butt, and two pounds a week is like almost too aggressive. Like it's verging on like. Mm, you know, you might be dropping lean muscle mass. In right. addition, you're not going to maintain. Because yep. you can only lose fat at, at a certain rate. And you can only build lean well, muscle at a certain rate. You have to oxidize it. Exactly. You have to oxidize the fat. You have to burn it as fuel to get rid of it. Exactly. But for me, the, I mean, I like the weight dropping because that's just, a, you know, an old school method of like, yeah, I lost 21 pounds, you know. Until you go back to get your in body and you lost muscle. Exactly. So I do not want to drop muscle. So I've been really trying to counteract that with really eating tons of protein and working out every other day and doing push-ups and pull-ups every morning. So I'm doing some type of like, you know, my muscles are pretty much like sore all, you know, a lot, Yep. <laughs> you know, which is a sign of their, you know, what do they call that? The DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, yep. whatever. That's another term we'll have to define. Um, so I know that that's working and you know, I haven't lost. That's Dom's is when people say, oh, I'm so sore. And somebody else goes, wait till tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're sore after the, as they're leaving the gym and then. Oh, no. The next oh, day. Oh, the next day. And then wait even 48 the hours later. Yes. Oh, okay. Damn. So what I wanted to talk about a little bit is just kind of give some feedback to people and um, that may be starting this too. When I started, you know, my really, my main thing was I'm, I'm just going to eat OMAD one meal a day and just have it be mostly protein meat. You know, that's what I've been doing. And I think I was just un way under in calories. So, and which was great for my initial weight loss because my body was just consuming body fat stores. But if I'm trying to maintain or grow lean muscle mass, you have to hit those protein targets. Like we talked about last week and listen to episode 10, where we talked about how much protein you should eat per day for your body weight. It's almost impossible to hit your protein targets and eat in a caloric deficit, right? It's tough because that's you're walking a tightrope there. Because it's energy either way, right? And f and one gram of protein is four calories, so there's no way around it, right? So you know if you got to eat like let's say if my body weight you know now is one seventy three and I'm trying to eat one gram of protein per day, now you know why bodybuilders use whey protein shakes. Exactly right. So. How you know? How do you hit those proteins? It's not any extra calories. It's right. protein done. 
protein without a ton of extra calories. So yeah. It acts fat and carbs and stuff that comes yep. in. If you eat a ribeye and it's got 36 grams of protein, yep. it's got probably 25, 40 of fat. Mm-hmm. So now you're, boop. Now you're over in your calories. calories are over. Yep, exactly. So I switched it up a little. I started doing a protein shake, like around lunchtime, mm-hmm. as a way to get my protein numbers up with that with minimal calorie boost. You know, boosting, so I can keep my calories in a deficit. Because in order to drop body fat, you have to operate in a caloric deficit, but it can't be too much of one. Otherwise, your metabolism will downregulate, which I learned from Dewey over here. <laughs> And through Sorry. Reading, I know, but no, that was good though, because I always just thought, okay, you just, you know, the bigger the calorie defi- caloric deficit, the better, because the quicker I'll lose weight. Right. Dye, dye. right. But that's not how it works. You have to be in a very carefully controlled caloric deficit, like, you know, two to 500 calories under, right? Like you always say the formula of if you're 500 a day under, that's 3,500 a week. That's a that's pound. a pound. Yep. So in order to maintain that pound a week, you got to be the 30, you know, 3,500, 500 a day under. So. And, and in order to do that, you need to know what 500 under what. Exactly. So I went and got the in the in-body, the hydro weighing, you know, you listen back to our previous episode about that. So I could find out my, you know, what I'm burning at rest and then figuring your activity level. But that's hard to do because that's not an exact science. It's really not. You don't know, like, okay, I know my uh, activity level is around 1780, I think. So then you got to guesstimate above that what you're burning on top, working out, and your activity level during the day. So contrary to popular belief, at some point you're going to have to track calories. Exactly. Just to figure yes. it out. You're, at some point, you don't have to do it forever, but at some point you need to establish some baselines. And then once you establish the baseline, like if you're eating and you're tracking and you're eating whatever the calories, I don't care how many calories, but as you're tracking and you're losing and then you add 100 and you're losing, add 200, you're losing, add 300, oh, scale didn't move. Find out where it stops, yeah. Scale didn't move, so boom. But not only do you have to pay attention to when the scale stopped, but you also have to pay attention to what you're eating. Right. You can't just the go quantity and the quality of the you, food. Yeah, you can't just Josh can't just go the needle, you know, the I picture the the prices right wheel. <laughs> it can't just stop right. on two thousand calories and go bam, two thousand calories worth of gummy worms. Yep. No, because you'll gain weight. Right. I can and I I tell people this all the time, and there's registered dietitians who are like, that's impossible. Shut up. <laughs> I can gain weight or lose. I can be in a caloric surplus or a caloric deficit on 2,500 calories based on oh. what those calories come from. Yeah, exactly. Right. The, the amount of food you're putting in and what that food is is right. two very crucial things. So luckily for me, since I had been eating one meal a day of just meat, that was kind of a base. I had had that established as a baseline, and I found out I needed to – get more calories in. So I added the protein shake in around lunch, get sure. my, get a little, some more calories in, and more importantly, my protein level up right. to assist with the maintaining or building lean muscle mass and minimizing, you know, the amount of fat that's going to stay on. Because so what I want to lose is body fat. So what you're experiencing in the bodybuilder world is what they call a refeed. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So you're or really reverse I'm just, dieting. I'm adjusting. And I don't know if I'm in a surplus because I wouldn't say I'm like gaining a ton of muscle because really my concentration is getting my body fat down from 32.8 when I started to, you know, if I want to be at like, let's say 15, right? And it was at 21.4 currently. So if I get down to 15-ish, then I'll reevaluate and then maybe right. my, maybe I'll do a bulk, as they call it, and really eat in a caloric surplus and try to pack on some muscle. Because like you were saying earlier, uh, I think it was off the air, you really can't put on a bunch of muscle, you know, roast beef. <laughs> you can't put a bunch of roast beef on unless you're in a surplus. It's impossible. Exactly. It's impossible to because gain lean body mass. For, during Without, hypertrophy, right. they need those calories to fuel that. Yep. So best what I'm doing right now by working out a lot is keep hanging on to that lean muscle mass. The best you can. That's the best I'm doing. Yep. The best I can. So, you know, you do have to – that's why a lot of guys do what's called a, a dirty bulk. You know, they'll just like feed their Eat faces shit, and, yeah. and gain a bunch of – and get strong, work out super heavy because it fuels your workouts too. Oh, absolutely. They're going to get strong. And then they They're trim off all fat. the fat. Yeah, and that's, and that's super That's hard. like the competitor guys. That's super that, hard on your heart. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, the funny thing is too, when you talk about this body fat percentage, the guys that walk around, well, not walk around, but when they're in the super low single digits, like 4 or 5%, they're suffering. Their dicks don't work. You know, they And they do all that shaky. just to use they, they do all that just to get to use them. Just oh, for they don't even work. Yeah. <laughs> right. The irony <laughs> that reminds me of Bill Maher. He said, I take these pills to make keep my hair from falling out, but then it makes my dick not work, which is the whole point of keeping my hair. Because <laughs> right. back when Propecia used to have like right. side effects of sure. your dick might not work. He's like, What the hell's the point of this? <laughs> and you take the blue pill and then your hair falls out. <laughs> right. It's a horrible cycle. But yeah, these guys that are walking around at four percent body fat, they're miserable and unhealthy. They're never at that walking point. around at that. Not walking around. It's show prep on competition. Yep. Once they're, they're off only the stage, do it. They're, they're yeah. <laughs> eating just like a vacuum. They're grunting like you at the table, right? right. <laughs> yeah, they're they're doing fork curls at that point, and they're probably only that way for like three or four days. Yeah. And they're just right back. At and them. amazing how much weight they gain in that three to oh, four days. Oh, crazy. Well, like the MMA guys, like when they have to meet weight, uh, man, it's insane what it's they can do. Because they, they start out at like, let's say you're at 175 and you got to get down to 160 or something. They'll drop like, you know, 15, 20 pounds in like a few oh, days. Oh, they'll take water pills and yeah. not fat. And, and then they weigh in yeah. and then they gain it all back before the fight or try to gain as much back as before the fight. Like, and I think they have like 24 hours or something yeah. after they weigh in. Right. They'll put back as otherwise, cause they know they'll have no strength if they don't gain it back. So right, just, it's all kinds of, I mean, everybody's a science experiment, <laughs> you know, and of one. Exactly. You got, you got, but you got to know your numbers. That's, that's the main point I'm trying to get across. I'm going to play some epic music here. People, you can do it out there gotta go get measured you gotta know your numbers you gotta experiment you too can lose weight you can get stronger i'm gonna read a quote by jordan peterson now you want to take on responsibility you want to take on the heaviest load that you can conceive of that you might not be able to move because it gives your life nobility and purpose that's jordan peterson take on responsibility don't run away from it. Pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. 
<laughs> but, yeah. oh, but I like what he says. I mean, it's often the saying I use all the time, successful people pursue hard things. They do. Yeah, I, I used that one in a carnivore group the other day when somebody was saying, go, should I go clear turkey or, or phase in? And oh, I'm right. Like, Adults do hard shit. Right. Just get in there. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, – oh, and there's a – here's another thing I was thinking of too. Have you ever heard of the term entropy? Yes, but why? Okay. Entropy is the natural tendency of things to lose order. Now, the way I think of this is if you abandon a small town, like we have this happening in the Midwest all the time. If a town loses its railroad or something, you know, people, everybody moves out and then you go back the to that factory town. closes. To, yeah. Go back to that. Thanks, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> you go back to that town 20 years later, there's vines everywhere, just disrepair things, you know. If left alone and you don't take action, things will devolve. Things will ah. fall into a state of disrepair. Sure. And the what do you think? What do you think happens to your body? If Same you, shit. If you don't take action and intentionally make moves to avoid this, that is what will happen. That's the path you're on already. You're, yep. you know, entropy is. It's. I got. I got another definition here. Um, it's a net or just a kind of a quote about entropy. Um, it's a natural tendency of things to lose order left to its own devices. Life will always become less structured. Sand castles get washed away. Weeds overtake gardens. Ancient ruins crumble. Cars begin to rust. People gradually age with enough time. Even mountains erode and their precise edges become rounded. The inevitable trend is that things become less organized. It's also the second law of thermodynamics. Um, Energy of a closed system, the entropy of a closed system will never decrease. Oh. So that's what you're fighting against. Right. You know, so if you're just, you know, hanging out and like, hey, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm thin, I'm felt, I'm th- I don't have to do anything. I'm pretty thin. Thing. Yeah. You just think, ah, oh, I can just kind of cruise along. No, because your, your body entropy is occurring and you're going to degrade if you don't right. take action and do something. So that's really what this whole journey is, you know, when I'm, track, you know, doing all this working out and tracking these numbers, it's to avoid that. Mm-hmm. It's to counteract the effects of that. It's the secret to longevity. Exactly. Yeah. You've mentioned that many times. And when you, you first used to say that, I would go, oh, that's a good saying or whatever. But I mean, I'm really seeing that as true now. The, the process of dying mm-hmm. is losing muscle. Exactly. That's oh, aging. Right. So what do you want to do to counteract that? I mean, you have to proactively, intentionally take action to counteract those effects. Yeah. And you, you got to get after it. And maintain that lean body mass or, God forbid, build it. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you got to do it the right way and you got to do it through. But even if your goal is to just not not change, you still have to take action because you will degrade if you don't take action, even just to maintain. It's almost like, you know, spinning a plate or something, you know, it's not going to just sit there and we don't have perpetual motion. It's, right. It takes stimulus yep. to keep, keep, uh, you know, that same position even. So, um, that's my little Tony Robbins moment for the week. I got goosebumps. <laughs> but I feel good about my progress down 21.4 pounds. No, dude, you're crushing it. The biggest metric for real though, for me, body fat percentage, but the biggest one, 6.25 inches lost in the waist. That's, and you just changed your life. Yeah, exactly. Because 
I'm creep. I'm getting to that 34 because when I hit 34, that's the waist to height ratio is mm-hmm. 0.5. Right. That's 34 inches, and that's where I need to be. That was Ken Berry's oh. way of assessing the okay. metric of waist circumference that accounts for overall human height. Okay. Because obviously your waist so, dimension is going to be different. Because so you're, it's inches times 0.5. Yeah. So like if I'm 68 inches tall because I'm five foot eight, and my so my waist should be no more than 34. Okay. Should not exceed half of the inches that you are tall. So I'm 68. So, so I like that he uses that. So we're all not 34. Yeah, because there's yeah. some tiny yeah. little people that are yeah. can't couldn't get away with 34 waist. Right. You know, and there's some right. monstrous people that at 34 would be pretty damn skinny. Right. Almost too skinny. Yep. So that's a good uh, metric to use. So calculate how many inches you are tall, and your waist should not be more than half of that. If it is. You're unhealthy. And I'm even, like I said, we've said this many times. If you see me coming on the street, you're not going, look at that fatso. Look at this unhealthy guy. He's about to drop dead from a heart attack. No. But I'm still technically an inch and a quarter over that number. So I'm technically in the unhealthy category right now. And, you know, that's motivating. And it really resets your expectations. Mine's 37. 37 what? Inches. Your waist is? No, I just. That's what you should be? Yeah. Okay. What is your waist right now? These are 34s. Okay. Well, <laughs> your, your pelvis I bone know. is. Right. Well, Dewey's keeping his physique under wraps. We're going to have a big reveal with Velcro shirts one of these days. You'll know when we see it, when you see a new photo shoot. The camera. Page. The camera won't work that day. Gosh darn it. We're going to have to push it back six months. <laughs> <laughs> You've already pushed it back six months twice. <laughs> that reminds me of this 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 uh, tweet I saw. It says I was going through old photos, and they are all before pictures. <laughs> and all it does is gradually show me getting fatter. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Some, some guy with good intentions, right? Right. Uh, it's like this is the year. This Takes it a before picture <laughs> next year. This is the year, and it's January just, one. It's just gradually getting fatter. <laughs> well, that's the same guy that had Cad- Cadbury eggs for breakfast. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's my little assessment of how I'm doing uh, 10 weeks into my fitness journey here. So now um, the real fun starts when you really – this has only been a few weeks. 10 weeks, yep. So, well, 10. Okay, sorry. I mean to offend you. <laughs> <laughs> touchy i am i'm sensitive gen zier <laughs> i'm an xer baby yeah so am i we just don't care about anything <laughs> except pearl jam <laughs> um <laughs> no but this is the honeymoon still mm. it's gonna get hard for you you dick it's gonna get pla- it's gonna plateau and then those the the last vanity pounds they call them yeah they're oh. gonna get pesky it's gonna be the hardest and it's gonna it's gonna test your Will yeah. and guess what? The only thing is going to get you through that mindset lifting heavy shit, right? And that's yeah, I, I totally get that now. You know what? I ordered what a PRX rack. You did good for you today, brought to you by PRX. I measured my yeah. Oh, we gotta have them on the podcast. I mean, they're local, they were on Shark oh, Tank, yeah, I know and, her, yeah, you know them, and yeah. Brian, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I was what I'm realizing is my dumbbells aren't going to cut it forever, I'm gonna have to start doing some. Well, the, you mean the little pink ones? Right. <laughs> We've outgrown those. But I left them a yeah. thousand. <laughs> I was daughter, you bastard. Just toning. <laughs> right. Spot reducing. Exactly. Um, so 
yeah, I went and I measured my room because I got a tiny little seven by eleven room yeah. that I'm weightlifting in. Sure. And I measured the wall, and I sent it to them. Sent a picture of it because, and they were super awesome. So check out PRX Performance, by the way, because uh, they were super responsive. No, they're they're dope. They're, Very dope. They're best in the business. They're, so I they're said, s- hey, my my wall, my ceiling height doesn't match what your requirements say, but it's said to email in just in case. And they're like, okay, yeah, we can send you instructions. This rack will work with your space. How high is that window? You know, yeah. they were like, and I sent them the measurements. They're like, boom, this one. So this now one. what you get to do, weighted GBT pull-ups. You son of a bitch. Well, I have the power tower too, so I got I got a pull up. Oh, I got a, one that has a pull up, so I can reach out here or do chin ups. Oh, okay. So yeah, well, yeah. I can't do weighted because I'm still too not yet too heavy for that, and not strong enough yet. Not yet. But I can do eight eight chin ups now. Oh, nice. I was doing seven a week ago and six three weeks before that or whatever. So I'm creeping up. Sure. Getting I'm getting stronger with my weight dropping and getting a little bit stronger. My strength to weight ratio is improving. I want like, to. Yeah, I'm super pumped, dude. That I got this squat rack coming, and it fold it folds up. Yeah. That's the beauty of these. That's what these guys patented. Oh yeah. You know, if you have a small space and you still want to be able to do dumbbell stuff and other things, you can fold this rack up against the wall. It takes it out. Yeah. And it's only like it's only like five hundred some bucks. It wasn't that much. Sure. You know, you look at you go in a gym and you think that equipment's like five grand or something. I mean, this stuff right. is not that expensive. Right. So and they do such a good job. Yeah. Support it's local. Super sturdy. Super sturdy looking. Buy American. Support so local. I'll definitely do a video when I get that set up. And sure. Show you how you can have like a very fully equipped gym in a tiny little room. Right. I want if to bring I get up, it to fit. One thing I want to bring up is I noticed how you mysteriously ducked that post on Facebook. What's that? The 2200 push ups in April. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even see that one. Oh, yeah. We're doing that. 71 a day. Oh, I can hear Every that. single day. Not your fucking FIED class push-ups either. Hey, real push-ups. Yeah, I'm doing real chest ones, to bitch. The, chest to the ground. <laughs> Lock out at the top. Dick to the ground. Got it. Yep. Nope. <laughs> well, I didn't say deficit push-ups. <laughs> I'm going to have to dig a, tr- a, cr- a crotch trench yeah. in the ground. before. I- <laughs> no, just put your hands on two plates. <laughs> oh, shit. So what, yeah. what's the point of this? Is it for? I don't know. It's hard. Well, I mean, is, is it like? Uh, it's just a challenge. I think you can sign up on the is it actual like a charity website. thing, or is it just a hey, I, let's all do this thing? I think it maybe both. Okay. Um, well, send me the link to that. It might have something to do with veterans. Okay. Because the twenty-two is the twenty-two veterans that commit suicide. Right? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Right. So well, send me the link, and let's definitely put that in the show notes. And still on my Facebook. Okay. Good. I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll track it down. But yeah, it's it, it's pretty cool. Um, I love doing these things. I did a um, challenge. It gives you extra motivation. Well, yeah. yeah. Last April, I did Free a challenge motivation. with a group of people, and it was 100 push-ups a day. That's a lot, man. I mean, I'm doing 40, and I'm, you know, I'd have to break it up for sure. Yeah, you don't have to do them in one city. Just in 24 hours. Yep. Okay. It's wow. not a buffet. Everybody can do that. Everyone can do that. And, I mean, it, and there's no drop rules. Drop and do three push-ups. Drop, and then 10 minutes later, drop and do three more. I mean, right. you can break it up. Yeah, as much and as do it all to. day. Right. Do 10 in the morning, 10 at lunch, 10 at dinner, and mm-hmm. you got 30, and then sprinkle in some more. Exactly. Easy. Easy peasy. Do them on your knees to start. I don't yeah. give a shit. Whatever Just do them. do. That, and that's what, you know, back to, my, move. back to my Tony Robbins, you know. 
um, your goosebumps back to my back to my Tony Robbins shit is like when you pointed out to me when you were critiquing one of my uh, curls or videos or something you were saying hey you know what you weren't doing you weren't sitting on the damn couch right and we talk about I mean German volume training CrossFit you know 100 pushups a day just a dumbbell workout at your house running powerlifting strength I mean training. yeah the one thing in common is all these people are taking action you can Move. argue about what's the most perfect method for you to gain the most muscle and the least amount of time and lose body fat and all that stuff. But the worst method is nothing. Exactly. That's the whole point is all these people are doing something. They're taking action. And that's, that's really, that's why I'll never shit on anybody for No. Oh, you're it, doing that curl wrong. It's like, Hey, he's here. If he wants advice, great. Yep. Not that I'm the one to give it, but you know, if, if a total noob said, hey, how do I set up a gym in my house, like after I get my squat rack and everything. Or a young lady at the gym says, how do right. I keep these 10-pound plates on the bar? Right. Just, she's there. She's doing it. Exactly. I didn't go, you don't know that? You don't know what collars are for? Yeah. What did you think those little yeah. shiny things were? You're a loser. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's easy. Just you grab these and you put them on the end. And yeah, you respect. Like, oh, thank you. You respected her for taking action. And hopefully she took that experience as, wow, I'm coming back. Because exactly. people aren't assholes at the gym. That's right. If you want more, more tips like that, email info at fitandfurious.com. See if Dewey can be your coach. He'll do it too. <laughs> He'll make you hate him. Yep. But you'll love him at the end. <laughs> all right, guys. Make sure you check out uh, YouTube. Watch all these shenanigans and get extra valuable visuals and weekly extra content. Check us out anywhere podcasts are found. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the usual suspects. Please, please, we beg of you, subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share the links because we really uh, would love to grow the audience some and it really helps support the show. Also, check out FuriousMerch.com. I got lots of keto and carnivore t-shirts that help us uh, pay for some of these costs involved with putting all this excellent content out. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Heavy shit. I recorded you being.